Hello and welcome back to the Pitch Setter Podcast. A huge thank you for the amazing support we received in the previous episode. And if you're wondering why it's not called the Grass and Gravel Podcast anymore, then I suggest you check out the last week's episode. We've got a great show lined up for you today, from new camp, new renovations, signing of the season as Klopp renews, and Alvidas Vein to Ralph as he takes the Austria job, that and so much more. But without further ado, let me introduce you who we have on the pod today. He's my partner in crime, the pitch to my cider, it's Joseph Keane. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Feels weird not hosting. <laughs> you had a good week? Yeah, yeah, good week. Busy. Um, well, not too busy, actually. Been on holiday, so that's why you're probably hosting. Nice, good to hear. Relaxing. Uh, and last but not least, he's a cardiologist, but he's unable to fix my broken heart. Doctor Who? It's Doctor Sheik Avocado. Hello, hello. Love hello, that. mate. Um, How are you? I'm very good. It's a pleasure to be invited back. Looking forward to it. it. Means I didn't do anything catastrophically wrong last time. So. <laughs> You're the yeah. first guest on the new podcast. Oh wow! Well, on the rebrand. There you so. go. Big, big, big. I can I can write that down for the privilege. Long receiving, mate. All right, let's jump into it. So we're going to jump into the news now. But before we do, I'd just like to take a moment to address the loss of Mino Raiola, who died at the age of 52. He was a controversial figure. Raiola developed a reputation amongst players as an agent who achieved the best for his clients, while many owners and managers saw him as an untrustworthy figure. In 2016, he facilitated the world transfer of Paul Pogba to Manchester United. He was also the agent of Erling Haaland, Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Pavel Nedved, to name a few. He will go down as one of the most influential agents in football history. And we send these our condolences to his friends and family. There's been other news as well. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has signed a new two-year extension. What do you think about that, Sheik? Very, uh, very, very pleased with the news. I can't say it was entirely surprising. Well, it, so he'd, he, I think last time he signed his extension was uh, 2019, 2020 or something. Mm. Um, and I think at that point, he, he made it very clear that he's signing the extension, but after that, he wants a sabbatical. And I think that contract would take him to 2024, so two more seasons. But at that point, he, yeah, he, he, he was thinking that he'd take sabbatical, take some time off. But I had heard over the last year or so that he was thinking um, and, uh, and uh, thinking about it again. And um, so it's great news. It kind of takes him to a phase now where 2026, that's four years from now, he'll probably, the team that he leaves behind at, the, at his last season in 2026 is probably going to be quite, fairly different to the team that we have at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think it will take him through like a, another transition phase, hopefully a good one. Um, but yeah, very, very, very pleased. I mean, I was always dreading the day that Klopp left because <laughs> it's uncertainty and can go back to old times at Liverpool, but I'm pleased that we got him for a bit longer. Where do you think he goes down as Liverpool manager? Best, Ob- best obviously, was? like the, the old managers like Paisley, Shankly, like they're going to be, they're going to be, and and rightly so, they're in Liverpool folklore and they're the ones. Yeah. But I think he could go down alongside them, definitely. I mean, best Premier League manager. Definitely best Premier League manager we've had, yeah. And to a lot of fans' eyes, he's even the old fans that um, would have heard about the days of Shankly and Paisley, etc. I think still regard him as he's, he's definitely a fan favourite and he's always going to go down the fans' eyes as, as one of the best. And even even it's just him being the, bringing the league back to Anfield is probably he's done his job, really. He doesn't really need to prove much else. Um, but I'm sure he's got a lot of hunger to bring more trophies before he leaves. Mm, it's good for the league. 
maybe not so much for the fans. Yeah, definitely good for the league. I mean, he's one of the best managers in the world. And I think, I think the plan. Well, I think from in, from what people are close to him saying that he'd once he leaves Liverpool, he takes sabbatical and then he'd probably take the Germany job. So he would be away from club football for a bit. So it's very, it's very good. And I mean, I think Pep's contract's twenty twenty four or something. So there's talks knows? about him renewing that as well. Yeah, maybe he he'll uh, like to go out with uh, with Pop go out together. Yeah, that'd be interesting if he does renew. I think he will. Yeah. I think he likes it there. There's also been news further south in England in terms of Chelsea. LA Dodgers Bowley set to be the lead bidder. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? So yeah, so Bowley's taken the lead bidder after Max Broughton group has been ruled out. Yeah, I think Bowley is the fans' choice of who's gonna who they want, but um, a late bid from Jim Radcliffe, a United fan, has uh, put in about, I think, believe it will be about £4 billion. Pounds, but it looks like it's going to go to LA Dodgers, Bowley. Doesn't Radcliffe own Marseille? Or Nice? I, I think it's Nice, know. actually. It's a French Rad- team. Radcliffe's the Ineos owner, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like the most, uh, he's the richest. Both English. Yeah. English or British? Yeah. There's a lot of bids now, isn't it? It's getting a bit confusing. It's taken a while as well. Yeah, so I think to hurry up. so there's so there's three bids left with uh, Radcliffe. So it was down to two, and then Radcliffe came in, which then made it to three. Was there not but, a um, deadline for bids though that had been passed? Or... Yeah, so there's there was there was a deadline about a month ago, which was for initial bid, and then there was another deadline about a couple of weeks ago for like the final four, and then there was rumours that. Roman Abramovich wanted an extra 500 million added on to the price, which I think is why a group fell out last mm. a couple of weeks ago. But there is rumours that it was going to happen to the final two, or it was going to be reported that next week or this week when this podcast is released mm. is when it's going to be announced. But yeah, this is we do have to take into account to sell a football club. It normally takes years, and this has been rushed for a couple it's of months. Be expedited, but but it, it definitely has to. In your case, because I've I've even seen like this is all just like the gossip column stuff, but you can't renew contracts, right? So until you've sold no. the club, so I've seen stuff like if it goes on, then Mason Mount is potentially looking. I I mean, to me, it sounds a lot more gossip than true, but it's one of those things that yeah, you need to get sorted out so you make sure you don't lose players that need contract renewals. I think I heard yeah, Tuchel renewing or, or committing his future to the club for a little bit longer. Yeah, I think I think he has. Um, it's whether the new owners want him to stay or not. But for me as a Chelsea fan, I think it's the more of the backroom staff who we keep there. Yeah, who we keep there is going to be the more important factor rather than... I mean, Rudiger is a big player and he's he said he's going to leave now because he can't renew his contract. He's going to Madrid, mm. Yeah, it looks so like it. you need the new owners to be able to start putting transfer plans into action. So it'd be it'd be interesting to watch. Also in uh, yeah. in Manchester, there's news about Ralph Rangnick taking the Austria job. Uh, the 63 year old will join up with Austria at the end of May for the UEFA Nations League games with Croatia, Denmark, and France after the end of the Premier League season. Um, I don't know about this. He announced it pretty early on uh, before the end of the season, so it doesn't really sit well with me. Um, Obviously, he said for a while that he wanted to take a national team job. Um, but the way that he's announced it, and the way that Matic, uh, like a week ago, announced that he was going to leave the club, 
don't know. It sounds like players just wanted to jump ship and, and staff as well at the moment. I think it's a bit different with uh, Rangnick, though, because I don't think anyone was expecting him to stay, right, as manager? No, no, absolutely. Um, and I guess if he's got the offer and he needs to respond in a certain time, I guess he doesn't have to make it public, but things in football everyone finds out, right? So, yeah. That's true. He's still going to stay on as a consultant as well. He's not. No, he is, he is. Oh, he is, okay. Which, yeah. mean, which only means he's going to do six days a month. Um, consultancy oh, right, work right, so it's right. not a lot yeah but i guess you've you've announced ten hog so i guess i guess that's true yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting good summer ahead i hope so shall we move over to the champions league there's been yeah, some top top games uh, to talk about we'll start with the, yeah. the city versus real madrid game so uh city take a slender lead uh against real madrid um and they take it towards the to the bernabeu in the second leg 4-3, the game ended. What a game. Did you guys enjoy yeah. it? Great game. Um, it's a very chaotic game, actually. Mm, absolutely. Um, great attacking football. Defence, either side, were basically weren't very solid. But kind of reminded me of, you know, um, what was it? Uh, you know, a few seasons ago when City Tottenham played. And I think yes. it was 5-3 or four, something similar, 4-3 or something like that in the end. It was very end-to-end game, lots of goals. City played very well, I thought. But Madrid did enough to uh, to keep coming back. Yeah, you can't really count out Modric or, no. or Benzema. It was it was a great game for City. First twenty minutes, they absolutely dominated, and yeah. they got they scored first two minutes, I believe. Yeah, uh, the, Bruyne. The, the Bruyne header. And I, I thought actually uh, Stones is absolutely awful at right back. And when he came on, I thought, oh, they're going to improve. They're going to you know, get even better. But then Fernandinho came on and was absolutely suspect at right back. Although he did get an yeah. assist, but defensively... He, was playing, he, was he had to defend against Vinicius, right? He absolutely did in one. Yeah. For his goal. But, um, yeah. Sold him. You would have thought he'd just, you know, stick a leg out, take him out. I think he, I think even, I think it went to by even too quickly for him to think about that. Usually, I think he would have. He's that type of player, right? Tactical foul. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not great for them. Great game, though. Maybe game of the year. What do you guys think? It's up there for me. Yeah, certainly in the Champions League. I'd say it's up there. Yeah. One of the best games we've seen. Similar to the Chelsea game against Real Madrid, actually. But I think this one had a little bit more quality throughout. I feel like it's the way Real Madrid play, right? They they kind of enjoy a bit of chaos in their games and a bit of open-ended way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's kind of what suits them. I just had the feeling watching the game, like City were constantly trying to just stretch out a little further, keep two goal cushion at least or something, but they just weren't able to. Every time they went on the front foot, Madrid kind of pegged them back and got back into it. Yeah, they really should have capitalised early on when they had possession and the yeah. opportunities were flowing. Um, a lot of chances. They might regret that on the second leg. Um, remember Benzema's penalty though? Yeah. Uh, the Penenka. The audacity to score that kind of goal. What a beautiful goal. Uh, if he missed though, it would be covered. Great a in stock. The, uh, was it that goal that they, you know, that image that came of like Benzema celebrating with all the City fans on their phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's love. That's not lovely. a great, not a great sight to see, but it was quite funny. Do you think uh, Benzema's going to get Ballon d'Or this year? Oh, I don't know. I think. Styler? I think it uh, potentially. I think if like if it's a Madrid Liverpool final, not saying it will be or whatever, but if it is, I think whoever wins Champions League, either Benzema or Salah. Yeah. Um, I feel like Salah started the season very strongly, and now Benzema's on better form than Salah is at the moment. I'd agree with that. I agree with that. So, I 
think you could probably choose either. Yeah, I'd agree. It'll be a big factor whoever wins the Champions League. Yeah, um, I think it always is, really. And also, it depends if Liverpool can win the Premier League as well, because uh, yep. they've won the, the league in, in Spain. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great game. Who do you think will win the second leg? It'll be at uh, the Bernabeu. <sighs> home. What kind of game do you think it'll be? KG? Or... I feel like Real Madrid sort of respond to however City plays. So if City yeah. go on the attack, Real Madrid sort of match that. It's hard to tell, really. I have no Like, I think it will be quite a similar game. I think it's going to be quite open. High scoring? Yeah. yeah. And I think, I honestly couldn't call it. I think it's 50-50. I think City have it in, it, in them to potentially bottle it. But also, uh, if they come out playing like they did last week, um, I think they'll win it. Because I think overall they were the better side. Hmm. Yeah, and they had no Casemiro as well, which probably made a big difference mm. uh, in terms of their defensive um, capabilities. And I think he'll be back for the next leg, so that might make a, a big difference for, for Real Madrid. Yeah, I, was I think this might go to extra time. Yeah, game. possibly, possibly. And I it's think interesting. if it does go to extra time, I'd probably think uh, Madrid have the edge just because... Experience? Yeah, from experience. And also, I think they'd feel the pressure less than City if that were to go to extra time. Um, this game is this this midweek, right? I think it's Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, right. Because I was yeah. going to say that when Madrid got the title wrapped up, it didn't really matter because there aren't any games. Their next games are the Champions League games. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know, there's a lot more to play for in terms of City in, in other games and other competitions. So, mm. be about balancing their squad. Um, and they had a few injuries and uh, players out Played Lackey at centre left, but left back actually, and um, some other players out position. I think right back might be an issue for them. Although Cancelo seems to be back and fit for them now, um, it'll be a really interesting game on Wednesday. Uh, definitely one that we'll be watching and keeping an eye on. But also, there was another game in the Champions League. I'll let the doctor dissect this one. Liverpool <laughs> Villarreal, it's a two-nil scoreline at the end. Um, it was a good game. It's a very good, good, solid performance from us. From the from the beginning of the game, you can see what Villarreal's tactics were. There, I think, for, even from the first thirty seconds, they were wasting Sit time back. on their goal kick, goal kicks. Yeah, yeah. and um, massively set um, sitting back. I did think for the first 30, 40 minutes, I did think it could be one of those games that we we will like really struggle to to break them down. Yeah, yeah. And we might might have to just rely on nicking one goal, but I think that first goal came at a good time. Um, Absolutely, and. After the goals, Villarreal just didn't really change their tactics at all. They were just completely uh, locked out of the game. They didn't change, and we we controlled possession until the end of the game. So it was a very, very uh, good routine win. Mm. Um, they didn't. I don't think they had a shot on target, Villarreal. No, they didn't. We closed them out well, but also they didn't. They didn't really offer much. Um, no, no. It was kind of at two nil. They were more worried about conceding more than actually trying to go for it again. Um, which is part of maybe getting rid of away goals that kind of does it because if it was if we still had away goals they'd probably think about going for it a bit more yeah yeah if but it was think, away goals Liverpool would pretty much be going through at this point yeah I, I do think it was to be expected though like pre-game we are a stronger side than them in, and if we play how we play then I think 2-0 is probably uh, a fair result and for mm. the second leg um I say we're probably 80 20 percent like 80 versus then 20 likely to go through mm, um, i agree first goal is key in that game i think if 
they get yeah. an early goal, yeah. it changes the complexion a bit. But if we do, if we get the first goal, then I think it could be it. And regardless of what happens, it, I mean, this, I mean, this time last month, this month, it's a great time to be a Liverpool fan. It's a bit yeah. nerve wracking as well, but enjoying it because I think, um, I think regardless of what happens from now to the end, I think we're the team that's gone the furthest uh, in the quadruple effort in English season. I think it would be difficult to pull it off, but I'd hope we'd win at least one of the Champions League or the Premier League. Um, I think I think the Champions League is a little bit more likely at this stage. I do think, yeah, yeah. I think we'll come on to the Premier League games later, but yeah, I think it's well, more likely that we beat City in a final or if City do get through, then either of us got points in the league, to be honest. It would be interesting to see Liverpool City final though. 100%. I'd be down for that. It'd be a really, really interesting final. What's your predictions for the next leg then? For the Villarreal game? Yeah, for the Villarreal game. Um, I think they'll score because I think they'll have to come out. They can't have the same tactics that they did last week. No, absolutely. Um, so I I think could go 2-1, 3-1, Liverpool, that kind of score like. Okay, okay. Joe, yeah. got any idea? I reckon it would be yeah, a 3-0 easy game. For yeah, right. Villarreal anymore. They've reached what, their peak. They've done well in this tournament, um, but yeah, I think... The might of Liverpool will be. I think another thing to take into account is that over the last two full games, including our Premier League game against Newcastle and even the Villarreal game, we haven't had to play our, our what would you call strongest in inverted brackets 11 yeah. or 90 minutes for both games. I think Klopp brought off a lot of uh, key players in the 60 70 mark minute in uh, against Villarreal and against Newcastle. We started, didn't start our strongest team either. So I think I'd expect us to start our strongest team against Villarreal. Um, so I think that will probably be enough. Should be enough. What do you think about uh, Sadio Mane playing centre forward? Seems to do a good job there. Yeah, it really suits him. To be fair, um, he well, I can't remember what game it was that he when he was playing in the centre role he did a lovely chip pass to Salah to score. Uh, might have been the Champions League game. I can't remember now. What oh, he did that against United. It was against United. Yeah, yeah, great pass. And then, but also. Sort of no look pass. No look pass around the around the corner, yeah, a little chip. But also he he's scoring goals from the centre position as well. I mm. think he uh I think even Klopp was saying that he was a bit surprised that he's um how well Mane's done in that position. He's definitely one that's grown since through the season. I think him winning the AFCON's really helped his confidence. Yeah, for sure. And getting, back after that, his form's been a lot better than before. And getting into the World Cup as well, probably yeah, getting a lot of exactly, motivation. Yeah. He's been actually very strong over the last few weeks for us. Um, I think the Liverpool's front three, how interchangeable it is, is, is one of their biggest assets. Yeah, um, and we kind of we got a basically front five. I mean, Bobby's injured now, but and either one of them can, either of them can play in any game really, and it works quite well. Um, yeah, and, and Thiago had a higher pass percentage than than really the uh, yeah. keeper in that game. Yeah, so Thiago's been on great form as well. I think. Of his yeah, last been... 100 passes or something, he's got something crazy, like 98% pass accuracy. Um, been in really good form. And Naby Keita, I think all our players are getting in good form. Just at the right time, I'd say. Yeah, that's what we need. All right, let's move on to the Europa League and the Europa League Conference. Joe, you're going to do a little roundup for us? Yes, yeah. So I will start off with the Europa League with... RB Leipzig versus Rangers. Toby's favourites, RB Leipzig, got a late a late winner with Angelo. Angelino. Volley. What a yeah. great goal. 
Angelino. Great volley from him. Uh, it's the only thing that separated the sides. But he was a presence throughout that full game. Rangers looked like they did a uh, fairly well defence away in Germany. But yeah, I reckon RB Leipzig will probably get the victory in the second leg and go on to the final. The other game is the West Ham versus Frankfurt. So Frankfurt got a 2-1 victory in London. Defensive woes from West Ham are probably to at fault here, but they did have the return on Zuma, which should have been an additional strength for them, but it turned out that he was the weak point of that defence. But he's only just back return, so I wouldn't rule out West Ham in this game because they did go last. They went to Leon last round and got three 0 victory. So I'm not. I'm not 100 sure which way this game could go. I reckon this would probably be the game yeah, of that I week. For the you get European. the feeling West Ham is going to go That's for my it, prediction. Mm. Um, yeah, it's what they've got to yeah. pay for. Imagine if they get to the final, that would be great for them. First time since the 80s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They'll just go for it. They'll go ham. They got a lot of injuries at centre back. I know you said Zuma's back, but it was still be a bit of a stretch for them um, in terms of the, that position. Be a good game though. Good game for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's going to be the better game. But yeah, shout out to Rangers that they they're at home, so anything could happen. And it's only a one 0 lead as well, so could be a all British final or all German final. Time will tell. Moving on to the Conference League, so we had Feyenoid versus Marseille, which is a 3-2 victory for Feyenoid. Good game. Uh, good couple of goals. Yeah, it looks pretty even game throughout. But, yeah. Our, again, this game could go either way. Mm. It's, it's only 1-0 deficit to Marseille, and they're at home as well. So, always good having the fans, and, yeah, it will... Whoever wins will face either Leicester or Roma, who which was a one-all draw. Which, yeah, Roma are going to be at home um, against Leicester. I couldn't call that. It's very they're both all those teams are pretty much evenly. Yeah, um, for sure, matched, they're quite a good so. bunch of teams. They're probably better than actual Europa League teams, I'd say. Um, well, maybe not Leipzig. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'd say West Ham's better than Leicester. Yeah, and I. Rangers are doing well in the Europa League, um, but yeah, you would expect Roma to be. Yeah, I'd say they're the top teams league. that you'd expect them to uh, be in the Europa League at least, right? Yeah, yeah. We meant we mentioned um, the other week with Aaron when mm. we had the Europa League. What's your thoughts on the um, Conference League? I'm going to be honest; I haven't watched a lot of it, but I feel my initial impression was that a lot of the big teams have kind of started off because from the outside, it's kind of take it's like a B Tech competition, right? It's like a substandard even more substantive than the Europa League. But I feel like it's I think it's it's probably um it's probably performed better than people have expected. Mm. Um and provided more competition than people would have expected as well. I think especially as the rounds go on, because I think at the start you get all these like very, very small European teams that no one's heard of. And then it kind of dwindles down. Um yeah, I'm not sure. I I think they'll definitely keep it on. Um but it's I feel like towards the latter end, it's it's just kind of an extension of the Europa League teams, right? Like we're saying, there's like sort of teams that should really be in the Europa League. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. What did what do they get? What do the winners get? Do they go to Europa or? Champions? Yeah, they get they get Europa League place. But so for should... some of them, it's not really worth it, but no. I I guess it's extra competition and 
something for the fans to, to watch and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's better than not have been in Europe at all, I'd exactly. say. Exactly. And it is kind of a transition right now where the majority of, well, not the majority, but at least probably half of the teams in the top top leagues will have will be in Europe. So we'll have mid-games as well, mid-week games as well. Um, so there's more games for fans to see uh, and obviously makes more money for everyone, UEFA and, and the clubs. So, yeah. Can see that they're keeping it. They might just need to change the name. Yeah, the conference does not sound premium at all, no, does it? Especially, especially here in England, because what the conference league is like the lowest league. It's nat- national league, yeah. League. yeah so, um, doesn't sound deluxe. No, they might need to change that. Yeah, absolutely. So we can talk about the Premier League. There's been a couple of games. Well, there's mm. been all the games this weekend. Um, today, actually yesterday on Saturday, we saw Liverpool beat Newcastle one 0 Villa beat Norwich two 0 Palace beat Southampton 2-1. Burnley beat Watford 2-1. Brighton won 3-0 against Wolves. And City beat uh, Leeds 4-0. Any thoughts on the Liverpool game, Ashik? 1-0? Yeah, I watched it. It was a, it was a tough game. Uh, Newcastle away is actually quite difficult. I saw, saw actually that since the turn of the year, if you look at Premier League form, Newcastle are second in the table. Uh, yeah, they've done well recently. Us. Um, but yeah, they've got great form. And I think... Prior to this game, they'd what, won like five or six at home in a row. In this yeah. Game. Um, so I did it, anticipate it to be a, a tough game. And it was. The goal was a really good goal, calmly taken by Naby Keita. And like I mentioned before, there's some heavy rotation going on in resting Salah, resting Trent, uh, no Fabinho or Thiago either. Yeah. And I think the, 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 the deputants, the people that um, came in were very, actually, very good. Joe Gomez had a great game. Milner was uh, on yeah. it throughout. Cater scored as well so um, I did expect us to I think it was a bit nervy towards the end but actually in retrospect when you look we there wasn't really much of a threat from Newcastle most mm. of their chances were actually offside anyway yeah they did score but it was offside yeah I'm wrong. I think it was a it was a, it was a good performance one that really I think you're going for the result more than how we play because it's yeah. a tough, tough place to go but happy with it it's just keeping the pressure on that's the main thing yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the next couple of games as well, we're playing before City, so it's vital that we win. And Put the pressure on them. A little bit more pressure. But like I said, I think you never know. It's the Premier League, there's still four games to go, that anything can happen. But the like, the most likely thing is both uh, us and City will win the rema- our remaining games, and if that's the case, City will win the league. But I'm hopeful that maybe I'm looking, I'm looking here and there, I don't know, a... Uh, City have got to play Newcastle as well. They've got to play Wolves. Mm. And also, the last day of the season, Gerard and Coutinho against uh, Aston Villa. <laughs> I think uh, City are playing Aston Villa away or home, I can't remember. Could um, do you a favour. Could do, but we'll see. We'll see. Hopeful, but I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if City won. I, I don't think either team will drop points uh, no. for the rest of the season. So, you know, by that logic, City will win. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. If there is a slip up, it'll be huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, it will be. So eager eyes on that. Also, there was a big game. I guess Burnley against Watford was, was huge, yeah, actually. Got game. Burnley outside of the relegation zone. Uh, a late goal by Brown Hill secured it. Their, their manager at the moment, Jackson, is doing amazingly well. We said it on the pod recently, actually, when, when Dyche got sacked, we thought it was a terrible move. But now, in hindsight, now looking back, it's, it's probably the best thing they've done. It's a new uh, manager bounce, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He's he's. I think he's done six games, and he's already accumulated more points than all three Watford managers that they've had this year. So it's yeah, good for them. Put Everton into the relegation zone. We watched the City game, didn't we, Joe? Dominic yes, performance yeah, we from did, them. Actually. 
as you could expect. Although Leeds did have a few chances yeah. later on, but pretty useless in conversing them. That that's moved Leeds down to seventeenth, and Everton. Yeah, it's really worrying for Leeds at the moment. They just sort of points, free fall. They got a new manager, but the you know that little um, boost they've had is not really sustained. Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting for them. The other thing that the other game I forgot about it. If they were to drop points, it would be West Ham. I think is their toughest game left. But, for Leeds. Uh, for City. Oh, for City, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that's on. I I I saw somewhere that that City West Ham game is before the Europa League final. Um. So if West Ham do get through to the final, then uh, maybe they won't really show up to the City game. Yeah, absolutely. West Ham aren't in great form at the moment, so no, they're not. Who knows? Who knows on that one? And there's been some games today actually in terms of the Premier League. A bit of a shock. Everton beat Chelsea. I know Chelsea haven't got much to play for. Maybe they're doing Frank a favour in losing this game. What's your thoughts on this, Joe? I was a bit bit disappointed with Chelsea not to go and win this game, but it looks like Everton were probably the better team in this. I just don't think Chelsea have a motivation to go and play these games because they're not actually playing for anything. I mean, it's now a bit worrying that Arsenal are three points behind us. So that gap we had, which was could have been eight the other week if we won against United. We, um, yeah, it's now slightly going, which is slightly worrying because we've still got a few, we've got Wolves and we've still got, got Liverpool a few coming big up. games. Oh, in the final. Play. Yeah, exactly. Could, that, we've got Liverpool. That's I'm the one that you're too... playing for, right? I know you say, it's uh, understandable, there's no motivation. Really, the only thing you have left yeah. is the FA Cup final. But you'd want to make sure that you don't continue to go on a, a kind of a. You want some form, form going into the game. Yeah, a little bit of some form. Yeah, we've got. We need. We need to sort of play that game and have be in form, but maybe a bit of rotation because he did start the same front three we started for a couple of games now. Whether he's freshening that up, maybe mm. bring in Lukaku, would, or even Pulisic. Pulisic's been really good coming off the bench. So um, I reckon Nick put him in the mix. Could we just need to? We need those front players to be firing because we can defend as much as we can defend. But if we're not able to score, mm. we're not going to win the games, which seems to be our problem once again. Which we always have the same problems. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if you see Chelsea splash the cash on it. Oh, you'll always another one <laughs> every season. You're splashing cash. It's not going to be a surprise. Which Liverpool player can they ever pay for? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if the FA Cup was tomorrow, you've got to think it would be Liverpool that would win it. Yeah. I think I think when it comes to it, even if Chelsea do have a little bit of a different form, when it comes to it, it is a one-off game. So um, it shouldn't have too much of an impact. But it's more if, say, you don't win a game from now to the FA Cup final, then, yeah, that's that's more of a... Yeah, yeah definitely. I, sp- I suppose the good thing for us is that all your games yeah. are very important to you. You have to win. So... I know you can rotate and rest with players. We can, we if we wanted to, we could probably throw the game before by putting out there. Yeah, it's very true. Team. But I think, I think as long as we, I think what's for us is crucial is that there isn't a dip anywhere because then it can it can derail multiple competitions. I foresee that the Champions League will, will be fine, but say there's one Premier League game where we where we draw or something, and then there's basically the Premier League gone then that might carry on forward to an FA Cup final. But I think even with the game load, 
if as long as we keep we're we're still winning, I think we'll we'll be all right. Yeah, it is a crucial, and I think at this moment we've got quite a big squad. There's we have very minimal injuries, so it's helping us with the fact that we are we can afford to rotate. But you're right, yeah. it's crucial for us. But I could also see us basically keep going and like winning these Premier League games one nil, edging it out, and then hopefully it'll give us some form. Yeah, that DS signing looks better day by day. Yeah, yeah 100%. Ability to rotate and it's just pure quality. I wonder how much you'd go for if you bought him like now. Yeah, I know. He's a, he's, a, he's, he's a very crude, classic Liverpool signing, one that wasn't in the headlines for a long time, but actually when you look at it, it's, it's a type of player that would fit into our system perfectly. Got for a decent price and I was surprised, to be honest. I didn't really know much about him before he signed. But he's Sniped been, him from Tottenham. 100%. He's, he's been very, very promising, very good. Absolutely. Uh, so just to touch on the championship at the moment, we all know that uh, Fulham have been promoted, but the the battle for second place, the second automatic promotion place, is, is still very much alive. It's between really it's between Bournemouth, Forest, and Huddersfield, although uh, Bournemouth and Forest have a game in hand on Huddersfield, and Bournemouth and Forest actually play each other on Tuesday. Uh, I believe it's seven o'clock, so an hour before the Villarreal game. So that'll be absolutely pivotal in terms of deciding who gets second place and who doesn't have to go through the playoffs. Uh, Steve Cooper of, of Forest is, has the best record actually since he came into the into the club in terms of any championship manager. And I kind of do want Nor- Nottingham Forest to do go up. Yeah, it'd be nice. Right? Football. You see yeah. the same names. You see you see the Fulham's Norwich, Bournemouth, Huddersfield. These these are the West Brom. These are the same names that come up. It's a bit nice bland, see, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you nice to see. Uh, well, Forrester uh, got history. Right? Won the, oh, yeah. Won the yeah. European Cup twice. They've, they're a big team. Big got some good, team. good pedigree. Yeah, exactly. Nice and uh, they beat Swansea 5-1 on the, on the weekend. When's the last time they've been in the top division? I can't. And definitely not in, since I've been watching football have I seen them in the top division. 2000s? Right. I can't remember really, but a, a long time ago. They've been down there for a while. For some clubs, it's very difficult to get out the uh, the championship. Okay. I think I think recently they've not recently, but maybe in the last decade or so, they've increased the um, parachute payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, for clubs going down. So if you went down prior to that, it'd be a lot harder to to get out of there. So yeah, that'd be definitely an interesting game. Uh, there's a few other teams in contention for the playoffs. Obviously, Huddersfield, Luton, Sheffield, and Middlesbrough. So yeah, we'll see what happens in terms of that one. There's not that many games left. That I think there's like three games left. So it's all to play for. In terms of relegation spots, Barnsley, Peterborough and Derby are all confirmed to go down. So that's not good for them. It means uh I think I think Rooney's staying, so he'll be managing in League One. Which is yeah, kind of, it sounded like it. Then that little speech he gave to a few of the fans outside in the car park or something after they got relegated. It's admirable. It's yeah, admirable it sounds if like he stays. there to, to try and get him back up. Yeah, and they got a new well, hopefully they got a new owner coming in as well. So hopefully that should um, bring more investment hopefully they can bounce straight back up um, I think the majority of the teams have one game left to play oh okay because they play 46 yeah, so in the championship finished. yeah so it'll be uh, it's a very spicy end to the season touch on League One uh, Wigan and Rotherham have gone up uh, and it looks like MK Dons Sheffield Wednesday Sunderland and Wickham are in the playoffs and uh, in terms of the relegation zone Gillingham Crew, Doncaster and Wimbledon are going to drop down to League Two in League Two Teams that are going to get promoted to League One is Exeter, who are fan-owned. So that's good to see. Forest Green Rovers also are in the, the playoff spots to go up. Sorry, in the automatic uh, spots to go up. In the playoffs, there's t- six teams in the running. Northampton, Port Vale, Mansfield, Swindon and Bristol. 
and dropping down into National League is Oldham and Scunthorpe. So, RIP. Let's move to a little bit more sunnier climate than Oldham. Let's go to Spain. Uh, Real Madrid, Real Madrid secured the title in a 4-0 win against Espanyol, which means they've extended their, their tally of um, league titles to 35, the most of any club uh, in Spain. And Ancelotti becomes the first manager to win titles each of Europe's top five leagues. Can you name the teams he's done it with? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. So he did Premier League with Chelsea. Yeah, he did uh, AC Milan. Yep. Uh, the Bayern for Bundesliga, Paris for uh, Ligue 1. And then, uh, Madrid. He's got he's got pedigree. He's a very classy, respectable manager. He's been around, won multiple mm. Champions League leagues. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely. I think I don't know if he's underrated because he's been around for a while, but certainly like he's one that will be remembered when he retires. For sure, for He'll sure. Have a legacy. He's... He's a great character as well, all in off off the field um, in his press conferences. <clears throat> yeah, Italian. Yeah. Been around for years now, donkey's years. He, he he does well at that those type of clubs, the big clubs and the big teams that have money. He's got yeah, got big players because which is why I was very surprised when he went to Everton because it's a completely different type of prospect. Yeah, no investment club, really. Exactly, and you could see that's why. Um, like like uh, I think before Klopp came to Liverpool in twenty fifteen or whatever. Ancelotti was the other big name, and I don't think mm. he would have done well because he doesn't he doesn't suit teams that need rebuilding. Yeah, he's very very good at teams that are basically there keeping them. Consistent. Yeah, there's been a complaints about him not really rotating for Real Madrid, although mm. it doesn't really seem to impact him this year. Um, yeah. And when you got players like Modric and stuff like that, they can run for for days on end. Did um, they, they won the league last year as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. back. Yeah, it's good. Good. Time for them. Uh, it also means that uh, Marcelo is now the most successful player in Real Madrid's history with 24 trophies. Wow. Um, yeah, very impressive. Although he hasn't really played much this year and I think he's he's moving on at the end of the year. I'm not sure if he's retiring. He might go back to Brazil, I think. Um, that's a real possibility. Uh, and they, they're able to rest Benzema in the, in the game against Espanyol. So he should be. Um, oh, he's ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think? Um, I think Eden Hazard now has the same number of La Liga trophies. Is Eden Hazard as still playing? I haven't heard from him in ages. I th- he scored four. He oh, right, scored okay. four Prolific. goals this season. Prolific striker. Yeah, and uh, I don't think Bale's going to be involved in the celebrations at the end of the year because um, <laughs> he's he's torn something in his back. Oh, um, I see. Right. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Great timing. Great timing. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting character. Who yeah. knows what his his career is going to turn into next year if he's. I hope he moves on. somewhere because you always feel with Bell that he's still got something to offer. There has been reports he might go to Cardiff for a, a short term while you know the the uh, World Cup's going on and all that. But mm. who knows? Maybe he'll retire. Can't imagine there's many uh, uh, golf club uh, golf clubs in uh, Cardiff as good as the ones in Spain. No, that's good one in Newport actually. It's right. not too far down the road, but yeah, definitely not in Spain. Maybe maybe MLS is a bit better. There's a few yeah. good uh, golf places in, in MLS yeah. or in America. Also, Barcelona. Uh, news about them moving to a temporary stadium, uh, the Olympic Stadium. Uh, they'll play all their games there in the 2023 season. Um, the stadium holds 60,000 fans, so it's, it's a decent size. Uh, when they go back to the new camp, it will no longer be called the new camp. It'll be called the Spotify. New camp, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Are they increasing capacity or renovating? 
renovating it. Yeah, there's already massive stadiums in it. So. Yeah, it's huge. It's a quite a nice stadium as well. So that'll be interesting. I wonder if it'll impact their season at all, um, playing in a different stadium. Perhaps. Who knows? I don't think the stadium's the biggest of worries at the moment, is it? No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, yeah, they've been dropping a lot of points recently as well in the league. Isn't the Cadiz and another team, I can't remember which one. So it doesn't look great for, for Xavi at the moment, although he's in there for the long term as a you know, project. So, yeah, we'll see. Next year, maybe they'll bring in some, a few more players and maybe be able to challenge a bit more for the title because um, Ramage had definitely run away with it this year, like 15 points clear at least. So, Farmers League. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's turning into Liga. Uh, well, a league with more competition, though, <laughs> Serie A. Very crucial game was Inter Milan against Bologna, which Inter Milan lost due to a backup keeper. Handanovic was out injured, so the Romanian Radu came in and he, he air-kicked the ball and basically allowed the Bologna player to, to tap it in. And then Anatovic scored another goal for, for Bologna. And, uh, yeah, basically meant uh, Inter Milan dropped from first to second and uh, while Milan won their game. So Milan are top at the moment with 77 points, Inter on 75 and Napoli on 70. Have they all played the same amount of games? Yeah, yeah, they have now. So advantage uh, Milan? No, no. Yeah, yeah, advantage yeah. for Milan at the moment. Um, they, they played this weekend. Milan won 1-0 against Fiorentina, Inter won 2-1 against Udinese. Napoli won 6-1 in Sassuolo. When's the last time Milan won the league? It would have been a while, a while ago. So probably Ancelotti? Yeah, probably. So it'd be nice to see them back at the top. Yeah. Last season it was Inter, this time Milan. Yeah. So It's like the old days of Italian football. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that uh, Juventus aren't going to challenge for it at this particular yeah. moment. It's uh, quite an interesting league to watch, um, see how it progresses. Obviously, this is the last year Insigne will be at Napoli. Uh, he's off to Toronto in the MLS, um, getting paid big bucks, I believe. Um, in other leagues around the world, Trabonsport won the Turkish League for the first time in 38 years. Um, basically caused a riot um, with their, their fans celebrating. They're always pretty mad over in Turkey. They're only one of six teams ever to win the Turkish title, which I was a little bit shocked about. Um, I think there'll be a bit more. Um, and also in, in Scotland today, uh, Celtic drew at home to Rangers, which means that Celtic are pretty much guaranteed the title. <clears throat> Although Rangers, of course, are still in Europe. So that'll be interesting for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that wraps up the league updates. So, if you guys are ready, we can move on to a quiz. Yeah, let's do it. Who would like yeah, to go first? Yeah, I am. Is it, who am I against today? You're against Joe. Joe. Okay, cool. I'd just like to point me. out the last time I did win, so there's less pressure this time on me. Okay, okay. What's the, what's the, what's the guess versus pitch cider? Uh, we score? haven't come up with a... Uh, oh, the score. Um, yeah. So, the guess. I think it's 4-1. Yeah. Okay, great. So, I've got some leeway. I can so the guess. Drop the or off, free off one. We're, we're not free one. Maybe it's free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm happy to go first. <laughs> All right, mate. All right, let's do it. Question number one: What club does Tom Heaton play for? Do you know Tom Heaton? Um, he plays three times for England. Right. Okay. I have absolutely no idea. Um, any? Do you know? Do you know? Who, do you want a clue? Yeah. He's fa- well, he was famously Burnley's keeper before Pope took over. Right. 
three times for England and played. Does he play in England? Yes. No, no more clues provided, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm going to get a complete guess. I don't know. Huddersfield. Can I uh, steal it? Yeah, I'll let you steal it, Joe. It is, man. Is it United? It's United. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't actually play. He's well, just there yeah, I was going to say, for the, for the, the quota. Question, does he play for them? Has he played for you? He's played training matches, okay, right. and okay. pre-seasons. <laughs> he's actually played uh, 22 minutes in a one-all draw against Young Boys in the Europa League. Okay. Or the Champions League, rather, in the, in the group stage. Right. So he has actually played. Joe, this is your, your question. I'm going to rotate it between each one of you. Cool. Um, what club does Asmir right. Begovic play for? Uh, um, he play for Canada in under twenty ones. He play. It's not helping. <laughs> I know what it can't be. Uh, Everton. Everton is, isn't it? Everton. Whoa. He won the Premier League with Chelsea. Yeah, he played for Stoke. Morgan. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, I think we mentioned it yesterday at the pub. Oh, Joe, you can't use that oh, kind of knowledge. Inside, inside knowledge. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> You've been telling was, the questions, mate. Oh, I was drinking, mate. I, I, I can't oh, remember that. Unbelievable. I'd have to deduct a point, Joe. <laughs> All right. It's back in your quarter, Sheik. Okay. No pressure. Okay. Which player with 653 games has the most Premier League appearances? Uh, Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry is correct. Which team won the first Premier League oh, really? title? I don't know. Um, let's go. Can I steal it? Liverpool? Yeah, I'll let you steal it. Is it United? It is United, yes. Uh, who's it? Sheik? Yeah. Yes. Uh, how many clubs competed in the inaugural Premier League season? I want to say... Uh, it's more than two. I feel like it's more than we have now. I, I'm going to say 22. That's a great guess. It's 22. Oh, yes. Okay, Joe. Which three players shared the Premier League Golden Boot in 2018-19? It was Harry Kane, Aubameyang. Can I steal it? it? Firmino? You're incorrect. Yeah, I'll let Sheik steal this. I think it's Mane, Salah and Aubameyang. Yes. 2018-19. Yeah, I remember that one. So the ball's in the court of a Sheik at the moment. Which country won the first ever World Cup in 1930? It is Uruguay. It is indeed. No, that one. Yeah, it's kind of an easy one. Joe, which team has won the most World Cups? Another easy one. Brazil. Brazilia. Okay, you're going to have two more questions each, boys. Yeah. Do you know the score? We can. The, the score currently is five to Sheik, three to Joe. So... <laughs> Joe, you need to get all of them right and no, I need to get them wrong. You need to miss um, all of them. Are we doing no steals from now or? Yeah, that might be a shot, actually. Okay, fine. Whose who, who's question is it? It's mine. Okay. Okay. You're a Messi fanboy, so this is for you. Oh, gosh. Uh, Messi spent uh, most of his career at Barcelona, but yeah. who was his schoolboy team? Uh, Newell Old Boys. It's Newell's Old Boys, yes. I'll let it keep going just to see where we end up. Yeah. Um, Joe, which Portuguese team did Ronaldo uh, play for before signing for 
United. Nice. And Pico? Incorrect. I was going to pass it to the sheep, but I can't do that. It's sporting. Lisbon, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Unlucky. Alrighty. The sheep, are you ready? My final question? Yeah. Which player holds the record for most Champions League winner medals? This is difficult. Ooh, Champions League. Oh my god, it's got to be a. Uh, it's got to be a Madrid player. Ah, damn. Ah, that's a difficult question. I'm gonna go. Um, just because based on what we kind of said before as well, mm. I'm gonna go. Is it Marcelo? It's not. I'm afraid. Okay. It's Francisco Gento. Who the hell is who, that? He's the grandfather, actually, of yeah. Lorente, the Atletico Madrid's Lorente. Right. Is this including European Cups? Yes. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, there's no way I'm getting that. Yeah, it was quite difficult. I think he played in the 70s and 60s. Did he play for Madrid? Yeah, his whole career. All right, Joe, the Champions League has been won only once by a team from Romania. Can you name it? No, I can't even want one. Can you think of the capital? Did, is okay. this a team that we yeah. has recently come back? Like, what was it two seasons ago? They came back into into the Champions League. I think they were in our group as well. I don't know. I don't think so. No? Okay. Maybe. Well, who do you think it is? Joe hasn't got it. Is it uh, Red Star? No, no. no. It's Stal Bucharest. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Bucharest. They're now rebranded to FCSB, but oh, yeah, Stal Bucharest. They had the like a massive dispute over the the name and rights, and then there's like a new Phoenix team who's actually called Stalberg Rest, who's not actually Stalberg Rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just got the name, but that ends the quiz. Uh, Sheik has got six, and Joe, you've got three. So congratulations to Sheik. Reckon the guests. Thank you, thank you. Well done, Sheik. Well, that's the end of the podcast. Check out thepitchsider.com. Joe, how's the uh, article coming along? Yes. uh, So it should be up this week, hopefully, if all going well. It's all written, so I just need to check it over. But um, yeah, should be hopefully up this week. When it drops, eagerly awaiting. Perfect. We'll put that on all our socials when it comes out. So keep an eye out for that later this week. But I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me, uh, Joe. Thank you very much for the sheep uh, as well. Welcome. Thank you very much. Been a pleasure. I'll see you guys soon, hopefully. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye bye. See you later. Bye.